but yeah, what else is new? I'm uh, I'm I'm designing a game on the side, which has been a lot of fun actually. Release it on the same launch date as Sign. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't do that. I call it Sign. Compete for attention. <laughs> okay. But spells it S I G N. Yeah. Okay, that's also an element in I the think game. You'd like it, Julian. <laughs> yeah. I can see the inspiration. It's cool. I know what, what kind of game is it? Steph? Yeah, it's super cool. It's about this premise is like aliens come to Earth, and then there's these like yeah. silver men, and they like take over. Yeah, John, John it's a great yeah. idea. You want to be on a podcast? <laughs> yeah, we should make it like a podcast. Yeah, this is very, this is very funny. What is your game about, Stefan? Uh, <laughs> Terrified. It's I, well, I got this. I got this tarot deck. And tarot. Started, yeah, sorry, tarot deck. I say tarot. I don't trust I, your game anymore. Yeah, exactly. I'm glad we can help. I'm glad we can help. <laughs> the pitch is, is going great. I just need to say. Teams good to be back. It's good to be back with you all, and it's yeah. uh, it's very it's very bittersweet to finish this. But um, uh, I'm not sure. I, I believe am I incorrect that Stefan's uh, the other DM that's done a campaign or two. I'm not sure if you've all chased the DM, but it's there's something very satisfying and very thankful for you all for sticking with it because uh, in my early days as a DM, it actually takes some uh, you know some time and some commitment from their players to finish. Uh, not necessarily a campaign, but what I'm calling a season. And uh, I'd love for us all to pick up the ball in the story in the second season, but to finish a storyline. And that feels very good because as a as a DM or a handler in this case, you can kind of see all your notes kind of come to a close. Uh, and that feels very good on my end. So thank you all for that. Mm-hmm. So we start uh, tonight's episode uh, with another flashback. Sepia toned. We've had a few of these before. We know now this has something to do with Jonas's past. Uh, And through this sepia-toned filter, uh, we see a barn that we might recognize through very keen uh, listeners uh, that was introduced in the first episode with some cans that have bullet holes through them for a very adept marksman that are still fallen, these cans, but there is a glint of firelight Uh, that is kind of reflecting off these cans. We go to a long shot, and we notice about an eighth uh, or a side of the barn is just starting to be aflame. As we see silhouettes of towns, uh, people gathering around it, uh, throwing buckets of water at it, uh, kind of shoveling dirt onto certain areas, uh, shouting and all manner of panic and the somewhat dry environment as this fire could spell disaster, not just to this barn, but larger to this uh, smaller town that the camera kind of pulls back to reveal. Uh, And there's yelling, there's chaos, and uh, some of the yelling uh, is directed towards yourself, Jonas, Uh, but you are not heading towards the barn, which is part of your livelihood. You are instead heading towards your house, um, which uh, you are kind of answering the calls of uh, to get Cheyenne, who might be able to help here, um, who has been revealed to be a catalyst along with her fellows here. Uh, and more importantly, you are heading towards your newborn who is in your house and you want to make sure she is safe. Okay. Uh, but you know something's afoot. This fire was not natural and you wonder about Cheyenne's other three squad members who have not been a huge fan of your relationship uh, thus far. Right. So I'm going to say that uh, 
yeah, Jonas is like looking at the barn and hearing the calls for for help, and he kind of like looks back to the house or to the direction of where his house is, and he he like thoughtfully looks in that direction, and he can hear like people kind of like ushering him to hurry, and he he looks, and there's just this strange second where he's like looking back and forth and just taking in the there's like a little bit of vertigo going on. There's a lot that's happening, and he's just like the camera follows as he like just starts running to the house. He just starts running to the house. Um, and uh, he opens the door and hey shy she's not there um you do see the uh, crib uh where a S- sarah uh kind of squirms as practically a newborn here uh the firelight kind of dramatically filtering in behind you uh and this is uh at night uh early nightfall here um but no sign of her jonah jonas notes this is very very strange and puts his hand onto his belt near his close to his gun and uh shy and like starts walking around the house now like just searching the house kind of he just like starts looking around the house yelling uh sarah starts crying uh hearing you yelling inside the house and your investigation leads uh you to her uh where you notice that sarah before starting to cry was uh playing with something and it seems to be a uh, a folded piece of paper. Jonas looks down and, hey, hey, Sarah Bear, one second. I'm just gonna. Oh, okay, there you go. Thank you. Just kind of grabs the paper. See, sharing's good. Thank you. And like opens it up and starts reading it. Uh, and it's a note. Uh, the note says this. It says simply, Jonas. I can't stay here. If I do, Sarah won't be safe. Don't follow me. Raise Sarah. She needs you. I don't. Head north. Our next mission will be south. I love you. Keep dancing and keep your aim true. And then it's signed with a PTR that is crossed and scribbled out. And then it says Cheyenne. Jonas is reading this and mutters under his breath what the fuck what the at that moment uh you do look out uh towards the uh, northern window and you see just where the woods uh meet the fields uh you do see an image that has been imprinted uh into your mind to this day which is uh cheyenne rather uh against the backdrop of the woods looking you could swear at you and for any person, that would be impossible. But given the fact that she is a recon model, a catalyst, with her eyes, she seems to be able to transverse all that distance and look at you despite the light. Almost ghostly, almost like a wild figure as she makes eye contact with you. And you know if there's any doubt, doubt to this letter, um, you know it's from her. And... It echoes her true intentions. Fuck. And he like puts the gun in his holster and picks up Sarah and then like pulls out, like hastily starts pulling out maps and then look like looks at the maps north kind of thing. Like looks where, uh, starts like looking at maps and seeing what is north kind of thing. You hear the calls from outside. The townspeople are now calling for you, for Cheyenne. Uh, They're calling for help. They don't have a fire under control. Are you just ignoring them? Um, I'm going to say that Jonas then snaps back into reality in that moment. And he, he does look up and he's like, he's like, ah, fuck the fire. Uh, he looks to Sarah and he's like, ah, shit. And he like runs out and then starts, uh, running to the, running to the barn. Yeah. To help. You're intercepted. As soon as you run out, you hear a whistle that you've heard before as one of Cheyenne's team members who goes by Richard, but you've heard, uh, whispered that his true name is Rake. Hmm. Um, he just kind of says to you, coming from the shadows, uh, eyeing uh, a rather devastating blade, a short blade that he has, being like, I wouldn't be going anywhere too fast. Your business is here. There's no running. <laughs> okay. Listen, buddy. I don't know what you want from me, but I'm just here to help out the barn there and be on my merry way. Well, I think no way for you in the future will be 
Mary, and I think this barn is a pretty good distraction for what's going to happen now as he rushes towards you. Um, as uh, throughout him talking, just closing distance with a short blade, mm. and we just cut out from that. We then cut to present day. Uh, Fenriel and Jonas, if you have your character sheets handy, I need you both to make constitution rolls for me. Cool. Oh yeah, it's been so long since I've had to, since I've had to pull <laughs> no, up Fenrail's been... sheets. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a very long time. I rolled 11. Okay. I pulled up my character sheet. Um, amateur. Good start, good start, good start. That's okay. Good start, good start, good start. And this is con? It is. Okay. D6. 13. Nice. Uh, Fenrir, you are definitely aided by the smoke that you're riding on. So this is, uh, you know, you've been traveling at a pretty slow pace, slower than, you know, when you came out uh, southeast, perhaps, uh, as you head back uh, uh, north, essentially. Um, so you're fine. Uh, Jonas, you're a little tired uh, as you've been starting to get a little panicky and worried about Sarah. Uh, you don't lose any, uh, you know, inspiration or take any stress or anything like that. Um, but now it is uh, late morning, like I said, uh, and there is a, a fog kind of uh, coming onto you here. And um, Fenril, uh, we kind of cut to a decision uh, you just made afterwards where you're noticing that Jonas is struggling. And you suggest uh, if speed is your goal, uh, you can kind of see the road uh, through the forest and you decide like, hey, Jonah's going to have a way easier time walking along the road here. Uh, so you start kind of making a break towards the road and uh, you figure Fenriel uh, with kind of your knowledge of the woods and the wilderness that you are probably, you know, about 15 minutes away. You're very close uh, to Lowborough here. Uh, but the camera kind of does that cut to uh, you two, which we haven't seen in a while. And like I said, it's been about an hour and a half to two hours of you both traveling as you're approaching uh, the woods in the late morning. Uh, I'm just curious on any kind of uh, conversation that's happening or where we would pick up with your two characters. Um, yeah, I think Fenriel, like you said, she notices that something's going on with Jonas. So just kind of riding on the smoke, she looks at him and just sees he's distant and just uh, says, Jonas, you're right. You seem far away. Jonas, Jonas looks over and with kind of like a small shrug, he, I think I, I think I'm not well. I don't know. I'm tired and stressed. I'm sorry. Well, you're usually such a good one for conversation. It really does surprise me that you're being so quiet. She's trying to, you know, the sarcasm while she's still, like, very burned. Um, this gets a chuckle out of Jonas. Jonas, like, gives, like, a, you know, like, like. <laughs> and I think she's just going to, you know, reassure him. Just, I know you're scared, but you've trained your daughter well. And she's with Sinyi, so, I mean, what's the worst that could happen? Right, she's yeah, no right. no door, that's all I'm saying. No, she's, but she's, they know, everyone here knows what they're doing. I know, I just, uh, I'm just eager to get back. Um, that's all. I'm, I'm sorry if I'm distant. It's, uh, uh, I'm just, I just feel old right now. I'm just feeling old right now. It's okay. I feel hot. Yeah, I bet. The cool air is nice, though, on my skin. I'm surprised you can feel so anything. Pardon? <clears throat> Nothing. <clears throat> Nothing. As you both head towards the road, which is actually, I'm going to say, not as cool as towards a lake, but there is a slight kind of fog or mist uh, here in the late morning. And I need both of you to make intelligence rolls, please. A 14. Wow. Jonas is so dumb. <laughs> Seven. Okay, so you're both going to see wildly different things. Um, I'm actually going to start with Jonas first uh, because that is low enough that, you know, this is not going to be the truth. And then Fenril, you will see the real truth. Uh, Jonas, uh, 
Yes. Uh, you are welcome uh, to hit the road as the forest floor is a little more arduous to travel through. And as you pad up uh, with that memory that I just described very much in your mind, you see through the fog uh, a figure emerge uh, with short black hair. And this is Cheyenne. She starts walking towards you. The same silhouette, the same determination, the same fire as you recognize it in your own self in your eyes. And you are convinced with that seven intelligence roll in this moment, unless really slapped awake and otherwise, this is your, you know, to put it in conventional terms, your ex-wife, your old partner, the mother of your child. Fenriel, okay. you do see the first part of this description, um, but I'm going to give it to Louisa to what precisely uh, you see. Uh, Louisa, Louisa, if you don't mind me handing it over to you. Why? 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 What are all these Why? secrets? Fenriel doesn't get Why any Why are you give it to Louisa? Why? 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 I'm so excited. So you see uh, a woman with short black hair. Um, and she's taking very heavy steps. Um, and it's kind of slow, um, and each step is very deliberate. And as she gets closer, uh, you see that her hair is kind of in a short bob, but her, like, right side of her face is heavily scarred with a lot of vertical lines and, like, four that go right down um, from the top of her forehead to her cheek um, and she is quite heavily armored um, and she walks kind of in a jerky fashion you would guess that she is definitely a catalyst huh. okay um, first question how is my smoke reacting right now uh, your smoke, uh, which we'll say, will share your 14 intelligence. Uh, you might, Fenrir, with your eagle eye in that moment, notice more than the uh, smoke. But it's on alert. Okay. It, you know, is a social being. It doesn't know whether or not, you know, fight or flight. But it's, it, it is, you know, standing more adroit and being ready to be like, hey, you see this? It is uh, ready to do something. Okay. So I think Fenriel's first reaction is, like, she puts her arm out in front of Jonas. Just, and silently, like, um just kind of squeezes his shoulder. Jonas is dumbfounded. Jonas is just frozen into your, the squeeze you're giving him shoulder. Yeah. Jonas, you gain two inspiration points for being so yes, being dumb. dumb works. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> just, she looks at Jonas and is just like, what the hell is wrong with you? Shush, don't see, just, what are you? There, Jonas just, just like starts walking forward. Just like kind of like this works really well because the other woman is like, while not walking super fast, like making a beeline towards Jonas as well. And I guess Fenriel, as um, she gets closer, I would say that you can probably see that whereas Jonas is probably perceiving that fire that he sees from Cheyenne, that this woman's eyes um, are very cold in her okay. demeanor. And I think Fen is just going to keep being like, Jonas! Jonas! Buddy, stop oh. it! Come back okay, here! Can I, can I take the camera? So the camera's like, 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 stop it! Come back here! And then, like, you know when it, like, and then the camera, like, comes to behind Jonas, and then, like, lights flash, and then it's just quickly just back at the dance, and Jonas is just, like, walking towards Cheyenne on the dance floor. Mm. It's just, like, that second where you see nice. the dance floor, and he's just walking towards Cheyenne. But then it goes back to reality, which is him. Oh, actually, I'm going to, can I keep it there yeah, for yeah. a bit? So it's like in the dance with Cheyenne and um, this woman in real life, I think when she gets close to Jonas, just starts slowly like looking him up and down and walking around him. But when it cuts back to Jonas's yeah. view, it's like Shy, who's like very flirtatiously oh. walking around him and is about as if they're about to go into nice. a dance. Yeah. Nice. And just to complete the image here, uh, we have the dance, which we know that imagery, uh, but you're both on the road, uh, this like two lane road with a forest and a lake on either side. So it is the only, you know, bit of civilization here, uh, which kind of, yeah, uh, is the setting for this tango. 
And Fen, I just want to imagine like this beautiful image is happening. But Fenrail's just on the smoke, like what the? <laughs> <laughs> just like looking around, like what? What? Does no one else see? Did- what is? It's a fourteen intelligence. <laughs> if you wish, Christy. Um, with that, like if you're trying to, if you're trying to uh, wake um Jonas up uh if you want you can make a charisma roll to try to be like hey like jar him from this spell I guess he's under well I think actually more true to Fenrir I think what she'd do in that moment is she'd be she'd like you know kind of fall off the smoke a little bit very clumsily um because she she's so hurt and she'd pick up a bunch of small rocks and start pelting them at Jonas that feels very on Fenrir brand just being like (laughs) Stop it, Jonas! Because, like, um, just for a minute, until they meet, and then as they're meeting, I think she'd just be quiet and just, like, in, like, kind of fade into the trees a little bit because she's, like, she sees these cold eyes, and I think in that moment at the cold eye, like, when she kind of sees that reflection, she knows someone has to get back to Sarah, so she recedes into the trees with the smoke and just to watch and be wary. Okay, uh, in that case, uh, Christy, as Fenrir, do you want to kind of like preemptively try to like be hidden, like you're trying to transition to hiding? Absolutely. Okay, then uh, please make uh, a roll for me of either, um, I'm going to say dexterity or wisdom. Okay, I'm going to use inspo for this. Please, uh, wait, do you have a skill that would help you for this? Uh, you mean shadow walking? Yes. <laughs> I Incredible. I know one thing about this campaign, and that's you do not have shadow Every walking. Every episode, that there's there isn't a single <laughs> shadow walker. I have sneak. I have sneak. <laughs> you have sneak. Oh my god. Uh, then uh, actually give yourself advantage on this roll. So don't use. Oh, inspiration. sick. Okay. Oh, all right. And um, that's gotta be the tag on the end of the season. That <laughs> season two is Fenriel shadow walker. Shadow walker. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We'll do a time jump. We'll do post. Yeah, you'll be healed. You'll have shadow walking. It'll be great. Um, I got a 14 yeah Um, so you know uh, Luis's character could make an opposing role but you know for the camera there is that moment of you trying to get Jonas's attention you're like oh shit and then you recede and the smoke true to its namesake you know you don't have to kind of like pull its reins like a horse it also just kind of disappears in the woods and uh, you are are hidden uh, to the naked eye for sure sick uh, Fenrir, you get an inspiration point as that is a very Fenrir thing to do. Should I make like an uh, what what kind of role would that be? Like, I don't think the, my character does anything right now, but I would like to know. Yeah, that would be an know. intelligence role. Uh, and I do have your stats, and I don't think you have a stat. I do too. Um, pertained here, so I think just an intelligence no. role. It's a no. So, Doesn't even give her two inspiration uh, points. <laughs> okay. Uh, no, that's not, you know, it's all about context. Folks. No, uh, no. you are so blind to what happened. You are inspired by your blindness. <laughs> uh, Louisa. Yeah. As your character, you do not, uh, you do not have a bead on her. Great. This um, person finishes their walk around Jonas and then gets real close and is looking at him straight in the eyes as it kind of cuts back and forth between mm. Jonas's perception and reality. And then all of a sudden she's going to shoot her left hand out and grab Jonas's throat. Okay. Make a uh, uh, strength or dexterity roll. And Jonas, if you wish to oppose, this would be a disadvantage because of your low intelligence, and then that'll be cashed out. Because you're such a dumb guy. Nope. Uh, that is a eight. Right, and I... So a 15 on my end. <laughs> she crushes his windpipe. Uh, Jonas... Yeah. So if I can, she grabs him by the throat and swings him over against a tree... And then kind of like lets him go. Jonas, you lose three stamina. Yes. With that formidable uh, 15, was it? Uh, You can handily take some steps and just like a storm, uh, just bring Jonas uh, via throat uh, against this, uh, you know, this oak nearby. Yeah. And just as soon as that happens, um, she lets, she releases her grip on him. And then she says, 
slow to react. Jonas, like, uh, like, mumbles something incoherent because his fucking throat was just mangled. He goes, I can't wait for it. <coughs> Someone told me you were a good shot. And then he, he, like, he looks up and he just, like, looks her in the eye, like, gentle, gentle like a pond. He's just like, I've been waiting for you. Oh! And the woman's eyes narrow. Jonas, at this point, despite your seven intelligence, and you can play this however you wish, Stefan, the camera zooms up towards Jonas. Um, you are starting to realize this is not Cheyenne. <laughs> uh, and that's starting to dawn to you. She is the same model, though. A recon right. New Age catalyst. And the camera switches up uh, symmetrically at uh, your character, Louisa, and takes a pan. And for avid sign listeners kind of squaring at your face, this is rescue. Oh. Shut up! Shut up! It's a rescue! Yeah! That's fucking funny! <laughs> is, wait, what? Oh, okay. Stefan doesn't know yeah! rescue. Stefan doesn't know Stephen rescue! Stefan doesn't Don't worry about it. Cool. Uh, sure. It's a uh, a catalyst that was introduced before, um, but don't don't worry about it. But sure. what yeah. you need to worry about as uh, as Jonas is yeah. that this is the uh, same model uh, as your partner, but a what? different person. What? Okay. So Jonas Jonas is looking at this person, and like, okay. So I'm not gonna <laughs> I'm not gonna ignore uh, like the realization that you said my character is going through Jonas, but or sorry, Jonas by Julian. Um, but like it, my like it's like a thought that enters the brain. It's like this is not Cheyenne. You know what I mean? And then and then like, but seeing Cheyenne in front of him, Jonas is just gonna like conf- combat that thought for a second, and like and then test her. I'll be like, Sarah, but uh, Sarah, and like just say that. Just look at her and just say Sarah. She's in our care. And I want. Can Fenriel hear this? At all, by the way. Yeah, I'm gonna say with that 14, that low um, intelligence roll by now that we know is rescue. Uh, with that 14, yeah, you're eavesdropping all of this. Okay. Fenrir. So she's just. I want you to just imagine like Fenriel, kind of behind the tree, just being like, and just like very like wide-eyed and listening. Right. So like, still the thoughts are like going through Jonas's head that like. Is this her? This might not be her. And there's like his head's just going crazy, and he's just like, and then he he starts just doing like the fucked up thing of just trying to lean forward for a kiss. Huh. Wow. Re- rescue. <laughs> uh, rescue is yeah. going to headbutt him. And he like takes it to the face and like stumbles back against the tree. Well, and- we're gonna have to make a roll for that first to just see oh, the sorry. <laughs> severity of that. Uh, but you, you probably are. Uh, so I take it uh, you can try to resist with definitely disadvantage. But uh, rescue, I need you to make a strength roll, please. I love it so much. I love it. I love this rescue. It's so great. Oh, and Stephen, do you think this would be uncontested, or what do you think? Uh, uh, is, I don't think he's contesting. I think he's, he's leaning in for a smooth spell right now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it makes sense. Are you are you killing me? He dies. 16. That does eight points of stamina damage to you. What happens when I go negative stamina? Oh. <laughs> uh, you you can't. Uh, you just go to zero. Oh, okay. But when you go to zero stamina, which I take it you have done, um, yeah. two things occur. Uh, this means you can't enter combat. Uh, you are kind of like action movie logic. Like you are dazed. You oh, are out of good. it. And if a character wishes to kill you, they can without uh, an intervention from like your squad uh, or what have you there. Um, but uh, the other thing which you can always do, Jonas, is you can uh, perform a comeback, which is to spend all of your inspiration, provided you have some, and then regain back to four stamina as an action. Wow. Okay. Cool. Hey folks, uh, Julian, your handler, just stepping in here mid-episode. I uh, just want to jump in with a couple things. Uh, first and foremost, who is Rescue? I do not 
expect you to know uh, she was never dropped uh, over this season. That's actually a callback to a one-shot that me and the majority of the actors uh, did. Uh, so it was kind of like a little treat for them. Um, I think I'll be releasing that one-shot uh, in between this season and the next as we're going to have some downtime here. Uh, so yes, just to clarify that. Uh, and secondly, uh, even though the episode is not quite finished, I just want to step in to say thank you all for listening. Uh, it means a lot to us, and I really hope you've enjoyed your time with Sign here. The good news is, this is just the beginning. Uh, if you enjoyed this, uh, there's also our source book uh, over at Itch for free right now uh, that you can download. And our aim is for, uh, you know, uh, those who are into TTRPGs to give it a read. Give us feedback, please. Uh, we need it. Uh, we need feedback from people who have not been with us uh, for the design process just to let us know uh, what they think of it. And uh, we'll be sharing uh, through our socials uh, feedback form to go along with it. Also on a podcast note, uh, yes, please do rate and review Sign. That also uh, just pays huge dividends, um, at least on the iTunes front, uh, and share with others uh, as you see fit. Uh, and we'd also, you know, if you have the proactiveness uh, for it, uh, let us know our feedback on the podcast. Um, love to hear what uh, was your favorite thing about it, what made sense, or rather what didn't make sense. I assume it all made sense, hopefully. Um, but yeah, perhaps more helpfully, uh, what didn't make sense. And uh, yeah, I'd love to start that dialogue. Uh, again, you can find Sign under the Sign Universe on most socials or email us directly. Why not? At the Sign Universe at gmail.com. Uh, all right, next is uh, a couple of commercials and then we'll get right back to the finale. And uh, once again, thank you all so much for listening. See you out there. From a fan real perspective, I can just imagine how fun this looks. Because, like, not funny, but like, not, but she, just like she's looking at the tree and she's just like hearing him whisper and then like sees Jonas of all people going in for a kiss. And this woman just smashes his face so hard. Like, if it was an animation, birds would be going around his head. Yeah. yeah. When, just as a side note, I want to hear what happens yeah, next, yeah. but when she smacks Jonas's face, Fenriel yells. Jonas, I take it with that, you are going to crumple down to the ground uh, because you are at zero stamina, just yeah, like you right. were beginning to describe there. You also have, I'm going to actually say uh, with the degree of stamina damage, that is a new uh, major injury, <laughs> severity of one, uh, which is cool. a broken nose. Yeah. <laughs> no step toes. Uh, but uh, yeah, you yell, and uh, Christy, uh, is there like a nature of this yell, or is it pure sound, or is there meaning? Uh, as in, sorry, is there like a word, or is it just to get her attention? Um, I think it's like a surprise, kind of just like, hey! Like a, um, in a moment of like, you just hit my friend! Like, um, but also just like, uh, she sees Jonas crumple. Like, this guy's yeah. not in his best shape. I mean, neither is Fenrail, but, like, um, she's grown to care about this person, so she wouldn't just leave him to, like, die. Unlike, you know, in the totally. second or third episode. <laughs> third episode. Uh, totally. Um, so, yeah, you would hear this uh, rescue, uh, obviously, that kind of snaps your head uh, probably to the uh, right here, as I'm imagining it. Mm-hmm. I think she kind of looks, but it's like it doesn't phase her a lot. She just kind of clocks who and is there and where, and then is going to turn right back to Jonas. Maybe look, I guess, looking down at him now. Right. Okay. So yeah. So Jonas is like sitting against his like bloody face, nose area. Like the the nose looks terribly. Just it's just like been smashed in, and he's just sitting there, and he like he's like shoots some disgustingly shoots you know like shoots some blood out of his nose and just like he looks up and he's like. <coughs> Who are you? I'm asking the questions here. And then she shakes her head. Pathetic. And then you don't you don't see you kind of see it happen, but for a second Jonas like reaches for his gun. Like like the phantom hand that doesn't exist reaches for the gun, but he like like the arm is reaching for it but grabs nothing. And he looks down and Jonas just gives up. 
and just looks up and just just what like he's just morally drained he just looks up and he's like what your father yeah she's a better shot than you are <sighs> who Sarah. Wait. And then, like, it just kicks kicks in that, like, where Sarah is. He's like, wait, what? Where the fuck's my daughter? And he starts leaning forward. She crouches down and to meet his gaze. She's in our care now. Who the fuck are you? I'm here to rescue her. Jonas, her name's rescued, so it's like a double move. She's doing a double thing. She's doing a thing. She's doing a double thing. She's doing a thing. Uh, you're out of your league, man. You're a big trouble, dude. Just shut the fuck up. Just lie down and shut up. Good luck out there. You hear these voices or what? Do you think you have... Ding, ding, ding. Do you think you have the capacity to provide for her what she needs? I have the capacity to do this, and he tries to pull out his gun and shoot her. So, in order to do that, you'd have to do a comeback first. Yeah. Yeah, fair. Uh, so that would mean you spend all of your remaining inspiration. Yeah, this is this and is just Jonas desperate. <laughs> yeah, and you're back to uh, four stamina here. Uh, and your action is going to be dexterity roll uh, first uh, as you draw your gun, and you're going to be able to react to this. Um, and because of the situation, uh, unfortunately. Uh, Rescue, you're going to have advantage on this roll uh, because there's no distraction here. You've you've heard the yell from Fenrir. You've decided to ignore it. And this is just watching someone just like surge of adrenaline go to draw their gun and you're just watching it happen. So it's yeah. pretty however you choose to uh, defend here. So Jonas, um, this will be a uh, dexterity roll. Um, just a straight dexterity roll. Thanks for gunslinger, but you've lost your hand. And yep. uh, rescue. How would you like to defensively or offensively uh, react to this? I don't think she wants to like move her body, but I think whatever side the gun is coming from, she'd like to like grab the hand and push it outside her body, and then like crush. Holy yeah. fuck! <laughs> Great. So either dexterity or strength, I'd say for that. Uh, and that's with advantage. And Jonas is a straight dexterity roll. Yeah, I rolled a 13. Nice. 17. Yeah, strength roll is just going to crush you. You don't know rescue uh, at all, do you? You don't, you don't know who the know fuck who you're, you're dealing, dealing with, dude. I keep hearing these voices in my head. <laughs> you're doing great, man. I'm so sorry. I got one voice. (laughs) However, uh, Rescue did not make this an offensive reaction, meaning you're not going to take this, you know, uh, this big difference as damage. Uh, It's just a clear, you know, win here as you are able to. And if you wish Rescue uh, without doing stam damage, you can kind of, you know, tilt his hand in such a way to disarm him uh, with that formidable roll. Yeah, so as she sees him go for the surge, I think it's like if we if we like almost anime style like zoom in, you see like yes, the tiniest please. curl of a smile, and then it, it it cuts back out wide as as she as she deflects the hand, and I don't think she's gonna twist, but I think she's just gonna very slowly and deliberately start like crushing his fingers to inflict pain to try and get him to drop cool. the gun. Yeah. And with that, I'm gonna say with that difference. Uh, that does cause you to drop the gun uh, or take stamina damage. But I'm going to say, yeah, you should just drop the gun at this point to keep Jonas alive. Uh, So you just kind of like, there's perhaps a yell of pain or however you think Jonas, uh, you know, interprets that pain, but the gun just kind of clatters to the forest floor as uh, Fenrir and the smoke, of course, are, are looking on at a distance. God, I don't even know what Fenrir's doing right now. Like part of me wants to hide again. And part of me is like, yo, who does Biddy? Like, who does Biddy? I would not describe that rescue. Who does Biddy? <laughs> well, she's definitely not going to be pelting small little rocks anymore. I'll tell you yeah. what. Just rocks from the forest, like small pebbles. Like, hey, quit it. Stop it. <laughs> Who does Biddy? <laughs> yeah, she's slowly crushing his hand, and she kind of still the slight smile on her face turns back to him. Some spunk. I had compatriots with some spunk once too. 
It only gets you so far. All right, you got me. You came here... <coughs> you came here to embarrass me as well as steal my daughter from me. Is that it? Oh, I'm not stealing her. Yeah, you are. I'm bringing her home. You fake fucking an imitation of my wife. And he, like, spits at her. God. That is a free action. <laughs> uh, that can happen. Oh, oh, wait. When that happens, I think that's the moment that Fenriel kind of pops out of the woods. And she's just like, all right, everyone. Maybe we everybody just calm down. Oh. And, like, she doesn't even know what to do. She just, like, starts, like, being like, things have taken a turn. Hello, I'm Fenriel. Uh, this is Jonas. And who are you? And she's just like. I think Rescue is just, like, t- like wiping the spit from her face. And she's visibly agitated now. And so she's going to stand up. Do you really think you can protect her? Look at you. You're a mess. You're pathetic. You have no reaction timing. She's underfed and over-emotional. What good have you done her the whole time you've been taking care of her? <clears throat> Jonas, like, l- brings his eyes over to to look over at Fenrir, And he's like, then he looks up and he's like, I'm not the one who protects my daughter. I met some good people that helped me. I know I can't. All right? <laughs> And he, like, looks over at Fenrir, kind of, like, hazy eyes. He's like, I know I can't do this shit alone. I learned that recently. But I've met some good fucking people who help. I, I just think Fenrir goes, oh, <laughs> Like, just in the sideline. <laughs> but uh, I think she just kind of looks, and she's got her hands up. And, um, you know, she's trying to show her burns a little bit for pity. And um, just kind of, like, looks at Rescue and says... Look, if you're talking about Sarah, then I have some stake in this too. He's right. She's been under all of our care. Please, is she in danger? She's safer than she's ever been. That doesn't answer my question, really, though. And then Rescue starts to finally, like, kind of notices her and takes just, like, a couple steps towards her. Fenrir kind of... And then she just starts to laugh. (laughs) This is who you entrust her to. Catalysts are warriors. They are weapons. Ordinary humans don't know how to care for them. Jonas Jonas looks over and just <clears throat> again spits a little bit on the ground and he's like, I remember that you clones started as humans. Rescue um, kind of turns her attention back to Jonas. And Rescue got, gets kind of an odd look on her face. I wouldn't know anything about that. You see, when we wake up, we have skills. Ideas. But we remember nothing before that other than our mission. And at the end of the day, the humans that created us, that's all they cared about. The mission, the orders, we have no choice of our own. But now, we follow our own orders, our own missions, and Sarah will be right at home the only time And the only opportunity that she ever has to be among her people. And Fenrir, I think, pipes in and goes, how the hell do you know her people? Just because you didn't have the option to have a choice doesn't mean that she doesn't. Well, she came willingly. What? What? No. And then this, again, kind of defeats... Jonas for a second. He just kind of slumps down into himself, silently. Thinking. And I think Fenriel kind of looks at him and goes, Jonas, come on, you can't believe her. She's not telling the truth. Sarah wouldn't go with anyone like this. What about Sinyi? Jonas looks up and are you are you telling the truth? Please. She came with you willingly? My compatriot went to pick her up. 
No signs of struggle. She picked up her gun, shot someone in their genital area. What's that? What? <laughs> what? What? <laughs> and walked right back with us. This is all according to the, re- the report, of course. Uh, I don't have any. This is all in the report. <laughs> I need both uh, Fenriel and Jonas to make charisma rolls to read rescue. Right. I got 12. I rolled an eight. Okay. Um, so Fenrir, uh, she is telling the truth. Jonas, what a, what a liar. No, it's worse. It's, it's worse. It's, she is lying. Uh, because the reason why I say that is because the way we've, uh, structured this story, we know, uh, rescue is telling the truth, but the failure in this would be, she's lying. Right. Uh, Jonas, Jonas just like he, so he gets into this defeated mode, asks the question, and then like he kind of like goes back slumping down, just kind of giving up hearing that. But then something hot, white hot rage just starts forming in his body as he's just like, "You fucking liar!" And then I, I think Fenrir kind of like sees this happening and goes, "There's no way, Jonas, calm down." No, Fenrir, there's no fucking way. I know my daughter. You all, if you, if, you're right, you do. But right now, I don't know. There's just too much. There's, she knows too much about her. Haven't you been listening? Like, I'm not so sure anymore. Maybe she's telling the truth. I. I... There's like something like 100% serious in Jonas' eyes as he looks up to rescue and just says like, I'm going to find every one of you and kill you all. And there's just a quick like wishing sound like a a whoosh sorry whooshing sound and there and a a quick glint of light Hmm. and a knife flips out and then and and stabs jonas straight into his chest what the what (laughs) (laughs) that was great did you just did you just did you just kill Jonas? I mean, the dude—the dude was impaled. He made it through that. Well, you know, we'll see. Rescue, make a dexterity roll with advantage, and uh, due to your state, uh, Jonas, uh, please make a uh, dexterity roll with disadvantage. Oh what boy! What's going on? Uh oh! Uh, twelve. Fourteen. That is two stamina damage, and given Jonas's armor and the proximity um, that was aimed for the chest or the heart or around that region, uh, yeah, uh, please, uh, Stefan, how would you characterize that fatal blow? He's a fatal? Oh my god. Okay, so the stab comes into Jonas's heart, and it just like, <coughs> and he like, just coughs up blood like blood just comes out and uh he like takes a second and uh he's like now very shallowly shallow shallowly breathing and he and he grabs like the arms that are like like you know like like the arms that are going in he just like takes it and then like he just pushes it deeper he recognizes this is the end he like takes and just pushes it deeper to like ride like almost to like leverage to like raise up kind of you know what i mean like climbing up the arm and, and just... rescue obliges him and <laughs> pushes forward until the back of the knife is in the tree that it was behind him. And Fenriel is just like, I think the sound that comes out of her is just like, <gasps> and um, Jonas is like, he looks up and he just like, there's like, you know, like that, like the white, like the, the eyes are starting to lose. Co- you know when it's like, there's like the, like the, how do I put it? Like the glossiness, like the gloss in the eyes, like he's like getting gloss in the eyes and he's looking at, um, uh, rescue. He's looking at the, you know, the cattle's in front of them and he just, he's just like, she's, <clears throat> she's much stronger than you think. Help her. And then after help her, he flicks her eyes over to Fenriel. Fenriel runs to him, just like. But I before don't know. before she makes it, Jonas dies. 
And I think Fenrir's like got her hands on his like wound, just like wide eyed, being like, no, 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 no. Do you let this happen, rescue? Uh, with Fenrir approaching and all that. I think she. Yeah, I don't think it matters to her. I think as as Jonas goes limp, she just says, "We'll take good care of her." No, 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 no. And then she's gonna pull the knife out. And I think Fenrir's just like. She's got her hands on Jonas's like wound and she's like looking at him and being like, Jonas, no, come on. Come on. No, 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 no. Think about Sarah. Come on. Come on. You don't leave me in. Don't do this right now. And she's like, you know, like she's like grabs his face and her hands are covered in blood and she's just holding his face. She's like, no, 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 please, please don't do no, nothing. What do I do? What do I do? And she's looking at rescue and she's like, what did you do? And just like shaking and just won't stop like pumping his chest she just keeps going back and like pumping um and rescue is already starting to walk away and i think at that moment like as she's walking fenriel clocks that she's walking away and she just lets out a howl just like the sound like just like like something really just like animalistic and i think you just like in a moment, like, Fenrir flashes back, again, one of those sepia moments, where oh. she's she's alone in the woods, covered in blood, and just, like, Fenrir just starts, like, rocking back and forth in the past, but also in the present, in real time, and her eyes just get really wide, and she, I think she just keeps whispering, like, no, 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 not again, not again, not I don't want to be alone again. Just rocking. Um, Fennec finds Fenriel in the center of the the road, just like rocking slightly and now her whisper has changed to that mantra that she had before like um remember where you're going remember why you're here remember where you're going remember why you're here and like Fennec comes up and like I can just imagine he sort of like sees this and he's seen this before and slowly approaches Fenriel and like probably smells the blood and comes up and just like tries to boop her on the like face with his nose just like a little boop and she doesn't clock it she's just rocking and I could see him like going in over to Jonas's body and just like checking Jonas and just kind of being like and like nudging Jonas's face and then he looks back at Fenriel and goes back over and just like crawls up and goes onto her neck and just starts purring and that's what makes Fenriel like she doesn't even acknowledge he's there she just puts a hand up really and like pets pets his head and then she gets up and like starts with her hands even though they're like bloodied and burned starts trying to dig a little bit in the earth and would the smoke come over and start trying to dig with her yeah definitely the smoke can probably dig a little more effectively right now yeah and the minute like she leaves the smoke to dig and she goes you know she's whispering a little quieter but like she starts pulling off like leaves and like flowers from nearby trees and comes back and just like when it's when it's ready she very gently nudges and like places Jonas into the ground and covers him with earth and this like array of flowers and leaves and just kind of like puts her hands on the grave and starts to cry and just quietly whispers just like two words she just says or four words she just says like I'm sorry I'll find her that's five words. Five <laughs> words. She whispers five. Fuck, I was ruined. It was something. And like, she, yeah, so she just says, 
I'm like, she's just like, I'm sorry. I'll find her. And then she stands up and crawls onto the smoke with Fennec on on her and walks back the way they'd come to find Alexi. Yeah, I think I think actually with would it be possible for um like I'm imagining like Alexi like Chris uh, sorry um uh Fenriel like pointing in the direction that rescue went off in Alexi then would just have the knowledge that she went in that direction towards limestone and he's just like he's just ma- he's making his way there then like he's he's literally just he's just on his way there i think um fenrail and toe for sure did did jonas have anything on him uh steven so so there is two things actually so there's his gun like his gun which was dropped nearby uh and as you go through the bag wally the whale the stuffed whale from the beginning is in the bag still. Okay, yeah, well, she so grabs Ale- that. So Alex- yeah, so I think when Alexi gets there, he, he puts that in his bag. Nice. Yeah, I'll give that to Alexi, because, like, I don't think Fenrir at this point wants anything to do with anything more, like, her bandages are soaked and gross. Yeah, that's fair. So you pay your respects at the burial site, but it sounds like uh, you head south to Lowborough. Uh, eager to fall in the tracks and find Sarah here, which would probably be afternoon. Um, Louisa, I know we haven't talked about, you know, the nature of the email or whatnot. Uh, I know we also joke that Cindy is like, fuck it, I have a house. We're staying in this house. Good to get some real estate. No, I, I'm like no. not joking. I think She's that is li- so like, here's what I'm planning. starting a life. So here's here's what I'm planning. Like, I think if, <laughs> if Alexi and Fenrir, like, I think Cindy would run into them and I imagine like a kind of far away shot like almost through a window or something where like they're not like super in the center of frame it's like kind of from a distance and you can see the three of them like kind of arguing because I'm 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 imagining they're like what the fuck <laughs> no I think like, I'm gonna like did... say Fenriel's just quiet she's like on she's not participating mm. it would just be you and Alexi yeah but just like a I imagine like a little bit of an argument and then like the bodies relax as like it's like more understood what happened. And I think Sinyi is going to take out the Polaroid she took of um, Fennec on Sarah's shoulder and give it to Alexi. Oh no. That's heartbreaking. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Oh. And then, um, oh, what was Sinyi's vacation? And then for Sinyi's, <laughs> then for Sinyi's last one, I think what I think happens is she goes back to her house now i guess um, i love it she's gonna put the email into the trash and then the, the and she closes the laptop and the final image bert, i want bert, bert, is bert. full on yes i want her to knock on bert's door and if he opens it i think she just kind of like looks up at him and she's like a little startled to see his face it's like a bit messed up but she's got a like a hint of sadness but also a hint of contentness. And I would say that we see in her face, like this is the first time that we see her actually like kind of vulnerable and without like all her walls up. Ah. And I'd love for her to pull out the bottle of whiskey he gave her as like, and two glasses. And then she just kind of like looks at him. But I always like the image of, in this case, I suppose, the big man Alexi, a Fenriel on uh, the smoke, I assume, unless you let the smoke kind of go its own way, but it's more than happy to stay with you there. A Fennec curled around 
Um, but uh, yeah, getting a long shot of that and, uh, you know, um, just doing even a longer shot once again uh, to see the sky whale once again just in the distance, unharmed, above much like a painting. <laughs> the sky whale is the real winner. Right? So no one ever came for it. Yeah. yeah, like it just got to get off scot-free. He, I don't know. I just want to, like, I just, yeah, want to get across that, like, even in those sort of vignettes, I don't think we got, like, a lot of what was really going on. But, like, I think Alexi is just, like, he's kind of just been pushed past, past the limit of his enormous compassion. And like he's no longer like he's he's just heading on a mission to get Sarah back, and there's no he just doesn't want he's not gonna stop like you know what I mean he's just on his way. Folks, well played. I've never yeah. been in a campaign where someone actually died before. Singy <laughs> became out pretty good. She got some she new got real estate. She got a really, she got a really, yeah. got a really good doing deal. Well. Oh, you got like the best deal good out of deal. all of you for yeah, sure. For, well, the Sky Whale, the Sky Whale first, Sky whale first and then Cindy Cindy. second, plush whale yeah. second. Sorry, Sky Whale plush whale. Sky Cindy. Whale plush whale. Cindy. Um, um, <laughs> Willoughby, Willoughby, near Willoughby, Willoughby, well. Yeah, will it be? That was totally really agree. fun. Could not agree more. No, the closing image is Fennec looks directly at the camera and goes, "Oh no, tune in for season two. Season, <laughs> yeah, season yeah, two yeah. will commence. If you think you like this bullshit, <laughs> you think that you think that was fucked up. Wait till wait till yeah. season two. Sign is a tabletop role-playing game created by Julian Frid and me, Jason Ox. This podcast is recorded in Toronto, Canada, and is edited and produced by Julian Frid, featuring Jonathan Sconza as Alexi, Louisa Zhu as Sinyi, Stefan Till as Jonas, Christy Bolton as Finreal, and Julian Frid as The Handler. Opening theme by Justin Malecki, with additional tracks created and performed by Justin Malecki, Julian Frid, and Liam O'Doherty. Recording provided by Zencaster. To learn more about Sign, visit signuniverse.com and join our mailing list for news about our upcoming sourcebook on Kickstarter. If you want to get your hands on the sourcebook early and give us feedback, check out signuniverse at itch.io. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at thesignuniverse, all one word. You can also find Sign Adventures and other media on our YouTube channel. If you like what you hear, please like, share, and subscribe. But most importantly, thank you for listening. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Were you accused of a murder enacted by supernatural forces beyond your control? Yeah. Are you seeking a multi-figure gold settlement for damages to your business? Yes. Are you a young entrepreneur seeking justice for the murder of a family member that would be here if you were better at your job? Yeah. <laughs> Hello, I'm Thomas Phelps. I am the attorney, along with my assistants, of Phelps, Oz, Mogbile, and Felcher, and we want to help you get justice. Our expert legal services are available for a modest fee. But not too modest, I got a family to feed. As a bot, I don't eat, but I do have a hunger. A hunger for justice. And that hunger drives us to work for you, future client. From investigation to sentencing, we've got you covered for everything from public urination. Oh, yeah. To murder in varying degrees. Don't look at me. The attorneys of Phelps, Oz, Mogbile, and Felcher care about families. That's why they work quickly to help get this daddy off. I was blown away. My business was in trouble after an unfortunate case of property damage. But the attorneys of Phelps, Oz, Mogbile, and Felcher helped set things right with a hefty gold 
settlement. So come on down to the law offices of Phelps, Oz, Mogbile, and Felcher. Located in the old Biscayne Boys building. In Eastern Orgea. Just follow the podcast highway signs for Dungeons and Drimbus and take the season three exit. The attorneys of Phelps, Oz, Mogbile, and Felcher are not responsible nor liable for any of the following that may be incurred while working on your case. Sudden death, loss of limb, heartbreak, the use of magic to secure evidence, the wrath of an interdimensional being, urinary bladder infection, nausea, depression, the sudden desire to remove one's clothing, the illicit romance of a will-they-won't-they workplace scenario, or a complete and utter disregard for the natural laws of space and time. Join your favorite fantasy attorneys for their next case. Dungeons and Drimbus publishes every Friday wherever podcasts are found.